0: As most of us know at like when you're reeling from a finale of a romantic relationship that you didn't want to end, your emotional and reactions are a tango. You're still in love and you want to reconcile, but you are also angry and confused. Right? Simultaneously, you're dressing for a fix of the person who has just lived your life. And you might even go too dramatic even embarrassing, lanes to, to get it, even though part of you knows better. I think we have experienced the outbreaks. We have gone through these kind of situations where we were left at our lowest point with the people we thought we were going to be in our lives for, for good. But, I mean, no one, no one is granted to, to, to be in your life forever. No, people just come and go at times. Of course, you'll find that person, but still, Having a stable relationship, getting married, having kids and all that doesn't guarantee people staying in your life for, forever. But then you have to be positive about everything, about every action that we take. You know, So a heartbreak, I've been there. A heartbreak is not something you really want to experience. But then you, you need this kind of situation to happen in your life, to learn from life as well. So it's inevitable. You can't avoid, you can't avoid it. You can't. You can't get yourself prepared for, a, for for a hard work. Once you're in love, you're in love, and that's it. Once you get to a point where you really love someone, that's it. You're gone. As they say, gone girl, are gone die, or, a gone, or a gone boy, or a man, or something, something like that. You, you you just get lost. You you're you're gone for good. So you can prepare yourself for this kind of situation but when they happen they sometimes they leave you at your worst point it changes you as a person you go from good to bed or from bed to to good that is if you you realize wow i did something so bad and uh, this person meant so much to me i have to change my ways but we change ways differently so On a scale of one to torture us, getting your heart broken is a solid, absolutely awful, worst thing. Most of us have been there at some point. We were left wondering how to get off a broken heart. But while there is no surefire way of avoiding your heartbreak, unless you are an unfeeling robot, of course, there is a way through it. Even if at the moment you truly believe you will never be happy again there's always a way to get over a heartbreak. It will take you time, of course, if you were really invested in that person so much, if you really trusted that person, it will take you time to, to get over that kind of a, a heartbreaking or a broken heart. You know? I've been there and I've never loved it i've never i've never loved it i've never wow that was something else like it will take you time to heal you cry the god is you even experience sleeping paralysis you don't sleep enough especially when you're going to wait it's something else you're depressed As you you know it's something else so With me, I think most of my experiences in relationship have been cursed. You know, I don't know, Was they always always end almost the same way. It's like people living for another person. As as soon as they leave their world with another person, then you start to figure out that, wow, you were just another person. You know, you were just, that person maybe didn't mean. Or you not know value that person as much as she was, or as yours to you. So I, I, would find my, my relationship is something that was really cursed. I've been way too young to be exposed to certain things when I was in relationships. Like wow, that was something else. I still remember I went for it for the longest. Without eating good food or something like that, I couldn't even sleep well. It was very traumatic around life, especially having the more information of what's going on and, and stuff like that. It's, it's really crazy. You never want to experience such kind of a thing. So, I'm going to be talking about ways to get over a broken heart, some of the things that I've used myself some of the things that i think might help you so yeah uh i'll start with allowing yourself to feel your feelings i don't know how many ways i'll try to i don't know how many ways i'm going to talk about but i'll try to at least again get around 10 or so so allow yourself to feel your feelings you know when somebody breaks up with you, you're going to feel a flood of emotions. But it's, it's, a, it's a trauma. It's a shock to your system. You know, and as with any type of emotional shock, you want to be really, You want to be really gentle with yourself. And you want to allow yourself to feel your feelings. So after all, your feelings are there for a reason. They can help you move through difficult experiences. But only if you release them. Feel them. In the days following the breakup, allow yourself to cry. Acknowledge that a man is, that that a breakup is like any other type of loss. I was about to say, uh, I mean, just a thought that came to my mind. You Knowing they say men should not cry, man, I I, I I cried. I still remember there was a day I cried, but it just happened when I was going for it. I was traveling. I was about to travel, and then boom, it happens. And I was really traveling to see you. To see my that person I had, you know, my girlfriend at that time, and then boom, we break up two weeks. You know, tried traveling. I go home. I pretend like I was okay, though I knew what was happening all along. No, but I pretend like I was really fine. I was okay and stuff like that. But deep down, I was hurting. And I came back. Now when I came back. That's when, well, I started to feel it, it, it was like it just happened yesterday. So I remember three, four days down the, down the line, uh, there's a night that I, I really cried like shit. I just go, went to work, came back home, and I was already crying. just found myself crying. I didn't, didn't eat. I had to wait for the next day to eat at my workplace. It was a very difficult experience for me. And I'm a man. I was like, wow, dude, I'm a man and I'm crying. But hey, you, you, have, to, you, you have to allow yourself to cry. And I know that a breakup is like any other type of loss. So with loss comes five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. With denial, it's more like you don't really, you, you are like, nah, this is it's like, it's like a dream. You won't believe like it's happening. But then it's, that's the reality no it's like an escape from reality that's being in denial so you get to these stages until you finally accept you get depressed and finally accept that this is really what's on the ground and you have to to go through it so you are going to go through these ones in your own way and in your own time and during the process validate your feelings by saying things like why would I feel like way?" and of course and, and, and of course, I'm experiencing this emotion. You know, you, you need it to, you need to. You know, number two, don't become your feelings. Though it's important to express your feelings, it's also important to stop short of becoming them, you know. So if, if you say, let yourself fall over a certain amount of time, say an hour, cry, scream, yell, Jonah, do whatever you need to do to let your emotions flow freely. But when those 60 minutes are up, stop and move on to something else. I used to journal. I used to do it even in the relationship. So I used to journal every time I feel so bad. Or every time something happens. Or every time I feel like I've been manu- manipulated or something, I'll just journal down. So I'll just note those things down, you know, in my journal. And I was really lucky when I was checking my journal the last two weeks two weeks or three weeks i think i was i was wrong with by then and i was correcting some of the mistakes not really mistake i was just correcting uh, the things that i was going through that time now i'm correcting like well, i needed this and now i think i'm i've changed i'm this kind of a person you know so don't become your feelings do everything that you need to do to let your emotions flow freely and then the third one is cutting off communication with your ex to some it's not really a wise thing to do to some it is, it helps a lot you know, like we're always told like it's, immature, it's immaturity or it's being childish to, to to block or to cut off communication with your ex you know, but I feel like there's no, it, there's no maturity attached to to not communicating with people we have let you down or with people we have left you ed- at your waste. They came into your life, you were happy, you were good with yourself and then they just left and worst, the worst case or the worst case scenario is that they immediately already, already they are already I mean immediately they leave you, they're already in another something, something new, you know. It's there's no immaturity or being childish around stopping because these people you you never you will never communicate with them your strangers before you. So you can still go back to that. You can still go back to that point, but now the bad part is you now have memories. Or sometimes you really love this person. But then, I think it's really a good way of trying to to move on, you know, or to forget about all that happened and stuff like that. So there's a reason I break here so much. There is always a reason. So you actually go through withdrawal like symptoms after a breakup because the few good hormones you got from your partner suddenly come. And sometimes they don't even go as as fast as possible, as soon as possible. So when your partner is no longer there, you start to crave those few good hormones. If you give in to this feeling and see your ex again, you struggle to move forward. And find yourself stuck months and maybe even years later. So that's well there are some people who promote a 60 day ex detox or something like that. Go three months without talking to ex, then you see that maybe they didn't even matter. You know, so cut kind off all conduct in the beginning is the whole thing. It allows you to break your attachment to your former partner. That said, it's no hard and fast rule about conducting your ex. You know. A brief or occasional communication like, hey, could we talk for a few minutes, I'm having our time with this. It could be okay, but you have to be cautious that those innocent check-ins don't become a habit. Every time you talk to them, you open up another energy tie between you and your goal is to break those energy ties, not to keep creating them. So, kind of communication with your ex. Number four, find a support system. two or three people you really care about and let them know what you're going through a lot of people love you and they want to support you but often they don't know how because you're not telling them so opening up to others may bring I mean sometimes it it brings catharsis in return like most everyone has been on the receiving end of a breakup at one time or another and commiserating with them sharing eggs Experiences getting cancer being reminded you're not alone can be highly beneficial find a support system exercise number five that's the fifth one exercise breaking a sweat may be the last thing you want to do when you're wallowing but trust me it, it really helps right the science says the endorphins produced during exercise exercise will help with the withdrawal symptoms post-break and it also helps you build confidence in yourself. I still remember later on, I started taking a walk around my area where I live, you know, I would go for 30 minutes to one hour, I would just disappear and then come back later. Just get lost in the streets. Sometimes I would have to, 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 to get the taxi to come back home. I would jog. I would try going to gym, you know. Even though I really didn't want to, I really, I really never wanted to be a person who goes to gym and that was a, I just don't like it, you know. But jogging and other things, I would really do those things, and really it helps me getting over this kind of stuff. You know, number the sixth one is remember what's signed. Remember the reason, of course there is a reason, you know, they will always say I don't have any reason why I left the relationship or why I left you But there is always a reason So remember what's sad, a common response post breakup is to idealize the other person right? And while you don't want to deny that they were good parts of your relationship, you also don't want to fix it on them Find the middle ground. Write a list of all the negative aspects of your former partner or relationship and look at it on the red, you know. It helps counterbalance all the obsessive thinking you will probably be experiencing around what you miss about your ex. And why they were so great, even though they were not. So remember one side. The seventh one is taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself in the midst of your outbreak is key. Check in with yourself throughout the day and ask, what do I need? You know, maybe it's a healthy salad, maybe it's a water bath. I always, I always loved the water bath. I will just fill the tub, you know, just fill the tub and be there for, for one hour. My friend, uh, I, I, I used to live with a friend and you would be be asking me like, hey dude, why are you taking hours and hours in the shower? What's happening with you? But I still remember it it took me time to open up about that, that heartbreak, you know. So maybe you need a a, a, a salad, go for it. Maybe you need a word, but do it. Maybe it's a phone call with a friend, do it. I used to stay on calls with my friend, my close friend. I used to stay with on um, cause even with my family, I now started to get in touch with them and stuff like that. So it really helped a lot. I started taking care of myself. So also know that feelings of rejection and diminished self-worth could trigger another response like over or under eating. In this case, I was under eating. I couldn't I couldn't eat for, for long, for the longest. I didn't want to I, I love food so much, but I just stopped eating, you know. And just think of it like I'm, I'm already a slim guy, and then I just stopped eating, I'll just be eating, you know, here mm-hmm. yeah, and there and stuff like that. Some people even go to a point where they uh, abuse substances, might be drugs, might be alcohol, and stuff like that. For me, mm-hmm. I really stopped, I, I just stopped drinking. So mind was really an opposite reaction to what was going on. Instead of starting to drink more, I drink, but I, instead of starting to drink more, I stopped drinking. Only with maybe when I was with a friend or stuff like that, oh, wants me to drink a beer, I'll just go for it. But I, re, I literally stopped drinking. You know. So these are things which could lead to a depressive spiral. You know? So exercise. Nutrition and proper sleep will raise the floor on how bad you feel. Take care of yourself. The eighth one is don't charge the end of your healing process. It will take time, and that's the truth. These things always take time. Sometimes you feel like you're okay, and then another day it eats you. You're know, you now you're thinking too much. You you feel like it just happened like a week ago. Something that happened months ago. Don't judge it, it's, it's part of the process. So don't equate the time of healing with the time of your relationship. Even all, all most relationships can cause enormous heartbreak, you know. They can really cause those are the even worst experience we can go through. Those almost relationship that are were about to happen. And then, then they don't. They cause enormous heartbreak. A lot of times people are like, well. I was only with them for six months, or for one year. And one year is even too much. I was only with them for six months, or even two months, or three months, or four months. So why am I deficit, or devastating? But because you f- you fail for them in those six months, in those two months, you're getting super attached and you start spending every day and night together for you. And you start spending every day and night together for while. Well, your six months is like somebody else's two years. So, whatever you feel, own that. In truth, how long it takes to get over an experience on a variety of factors, including the narrative you tell yourself. So, don't judge the length of your, of your healing. Don't judge it. Number nine, the ninth one, don't internalize the breakout. In the aftermath, of, in the aftermath of, a, of a difficult split, avoid thinking i'm not good enough i mean that was that was my thought all day all night like maybe i'm not good good enough but sometimes you'll be doing a lot of things to spice up the relationship you'll be doing a lot of things and then you you end up feeling like you are the only person who is putting effort so i i just end up like so why does this person do this kind of thing to me you will start feeling like you're not good enough you, you question a lot, Instead about your body, your knowledge, your education, you start looking beyond parameters that you have even discussed about with your person, maybe their family they don't like me, maybe their friends, you know, stuff like that, I started questioning myself a lot, to the point where I was just okay with not enough for this person and I really just had to move on, you know. So don't internalize the the breakup. There is something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. Instead, situate the problem in the relationship, if not in your partner. You get me? So don't internalize it. So they always say it's something to do with them when they leave you all of a sudden. The tenth one is you have to identify in any Eliminate any other behaviors. Try to understand any impulses you may be having, like texting your ex, checking the Instagram every hour, or replaying every every day of your last weekend together. These ages are part of the natural withdrawal process that happens after heartbreak. But don't let yourself overindulge in obsessive behaviors, like analyzing every aspect of the g for 4 a.m. I used to do these kind of things, you know. 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and 6 a.m. I need to be at work. So, if you find yourself spending significant time in the frame of your mind, in the frame of mind, it might be wise to reach out to a coach or therapist for support. Create new routines. Realize that the breakup is likely going to cause voids in your life. Say you and your ex were always, you always went to movies every Friday. Now your Friday nights are wide open, but instead of following alone, proactively call your friends and make plans. They were part of your team. They always ended up being part of your team. You know, you want to buy something, you consult them. You want to do something, you consult them. But now they're no longer and sometimes they would even give sound decisions. You know you are planning or something, you talk with them, they need help from you, you help them. So it creates a void, right, in your life, but then you, you just have to create new routines. Make sure you do that. The twelfth one is explore old and new interests. Say you really enjoyed the outdoors, but your ex didn't. So while while you're together, you cut back on your weekend hiking habit. Now that you are single, give yourself permission to reconnect with the interest and also explore new hobbies. You know, the universe meets us at a point of action. And if we are trying to heal, we have to take steps to heal. So take intentional steps to move forward with your life, like joining a new gym you know, booking a trip with your friends. If you really have friends that love traveling and that afford those kind of things. Number 13, which is very important. I always explain this to people. Accept that closure is something you may need to find on your own. Don't expect closure from the person who left you. No. You are not going to get the closure you need from your ex. And you will have to find it on your own. So if your former partner, couldn't explain the reason for the breakup. They will never explain. Some most of the time they they, they, they don't explain. They will just be like, sorry for disappointing you, sorry for doing this bad thing to you. Uh, they go through the paragraph and later on say it is what it is. I couldn't control it and stuff like that. These are ways that I've, I've like almost every person who let me told me, you know. So. There's no closure in that. It's just a person who is sometimes regretting what he, he or she did, you know, or maybe sometimes they're feeling guilty for what they did. So create your own healthy narrative. And if that isn't enough to provide closure, consider talking to a therapist. If a breakup triggers thoughts and feelings about other doses in your life and you are having a hard time processing it all, definitely seek outside help. Do that. And Maybe you cannot deal with it yourself, so you have to seek outside help. And then if you decide to date, that's the 14th date, do it so cautiously. After getting your heart trampled, it can be tempting to instantly download maybe online applications search for a rebound, or even engage with people that you're not supposed to engage yourself with. you know you, you start talking to these people you end up being in a relationship that you don't know where it even started you don't want to push yourself before it's you done just to avoid feeling your feelings because most likely they are they, they, they're going to come back to you so at the same time re-entering the dating scene being in the dating market could provide a healthy confidence post for your breast ego you know so just be honest with yourself and the people you're dating about what you are emotionally if you're not fully over your ex and simply looking for a fun thing a, a fling, you just want to have a good time say so be, be, be true to them let them know the last one is trust that pain won't last forever that's the last way of feeling trust that the pain won't last forever however much pain you're experiencing try to believe that this too shall pass and if that on any given day you could meet your spirit someone who is truly right for you when you're in the thick of outbreak it can be hard to imagine that you could ever feel otherwise but time does t- does tend to you and it used most, if not all. So in the long run, the breakup shouldn't tend the whole in You know. So as the pain subsides, consider the good you got out of it. Embrace the excitement of new possibilities and remind yourself how awesome you are. Sometimes you even get to a point where you know where you realize that this person was not really good for you and you really didn't need that person in your life or that person was as good as a lesson and whatever that happens it was really good you just need to let them go you know you just need to forget about about them and stuff like that you know with time you learn you know you start understand those feelings that we had or those thoughts that we have you get to a point where you will be like i really didn't need this place. So how did I even go why did I even went through this kind of hurting and stuff like that I got lost in the way mm. so these are the ways you can heal, these are the ways you can get over a heartbreak and it really helps a lot I've been through it I've used them and they really help a lot you just have to stand firm, you just need to be there for yourself, show up for yourself every day, every time, every hour, every minute. You need yourself, you need to love yourself, you need to take care of yourself. These things they do happen, and sometimes not expecting, but it's life, you know, it's life. So, just so thought I should share my experience. I think this is I've been through and had a very relationship that left me on my lowest point and the big part of it you you keep on wanting to communicate with that person here and there and then you you start feeling like wow this thing is even going away anytime soon because you are so deeply in love with those people you were doing things that you really were happy about doing those things to them you know you invested a lot of time you're trying to be there you will have been there for those people emotionally but then they just left so these are the ways you can teach yourself this is how you can heal and this is how you can go about it thank you for today this is a podcast for the week any questions anything you want to talk about any reviews i will leave the question on the bottom of my podcast thank you for today. day thank you guys i hope you listen i hope you enjoy i hope you learn from this